Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast, where we share resources, encouragement, and hope for families of children with Down syndrome. Here's your host, husband, dad, and founder of Hope Story, Rick Smith. Welcome to the Hope Story Podcast. This is Rick Smith, and I am here today with one of our hope advocates and also the mother of a little girl with Down syndrome, Jenny Gatchel. Jenny, welcome to the Hope Story Podcast. Hi, thank you. Glad to be here. Well, thanks so much for jumping on here and sharing your story a little bit with us. And what I'd love for you to do, just as we start off, is to let everybody listening know a little bit about your birth story, the birth story of your child with Down syndrome, if you guys had a prenatal or postnatal diagnosis, how your experience was with your medical professional. Just kind of give us a little bit about your story. Okay. So we did not know. Um, we had an at-birth diagnosis. And it was her the day that my daughter was born. This was my second daughter. So it was a crazy day in a lot of ways. I had been worried that morning and had gone into the hospital and uh, had spent quite some time there. But it was a busy day at the hospital. It was a Saturday. It was a busy day. The bottom line is after being there for about two and a half hours, they told me to go home. You know, I wasn't having a baby. This was about a month before I was due. So I, that I wasn't having a baby, that everything was fine. I had checked out. So we left the hospital. We went, my husband and I went to lunch and I remember sitting there and thinking, oh my gosh, they just sent me home. But now I feel like I'm starting to have contractions, but I did not want to be the girl who gets sent home from the hospital twice in the same day. So I'm like, oh, maybe not. I'll go home and rest. And anyway, by the time I finally realized that, yes, I am going to be having this baby <laughs> and uh, we went back to the hospital. It went very quick. It was a month early. So it was crazy. It was, you know, I was scared about, worried about that, nervous about that. It, it was just, everything just happened so fast. I didn't get the epidural I was planning on. It was a crazy, crazy delivery. So then when Grace was finally born and we delivered at, at a teaching hospital. So we had a lot of things in the room, partly because she was early and partly because it's a teaching hospital. So there was four, I think four, four pediatricians. And when they were not bringing her back to me right away, at that point, I was just thinking there, you know, something's going wrong because she was early, you know, something, there's some complications involved that with that. It was just, it was all, again, everything happened so fast. There was so much going on in the room. So I kept asking, asking, asking what's going on. And eventually one of the doctors came over, one of the pediatricians came over and said that our daughter had markers of Down syndrome. So that kind of took our breath away. <laughs> it was not what we were expecting to hear at all. So yeah, that was our, our the first we'd heard of that. And uh, it kind of was, yeah, it was kind of a big, a big shock, but um and it was not my pediatrician that delivered me either because we were a month early and we had a, a doctor that I didn't even know that I hadn't met. It was another doctor from the practice. So I remember him saying, after the pediatrician said that, you know, she had markers of Down syndrome, I remember my OBGYN, my doctor saying, well, you don't know that for sure. It was a rough birth. It could be, you know, don't get upset right away. But it, for us, it was a shock. We had, it hadn't been what we were expecting. We didn't have any of the prenatal testing done. We didn't have any, we, you know, we had ultrasounds during the pregnancy, but there had been nothing that would have indicated that it was going to be anything other than, you know, the way it was when my first daughter was yeah. born. So it was a surprise for sure. Yeah. So when the pediatrician gave you the news that, you know, your, your daughter had markers for Down syndrome, how was 
their demeanor was it would you say it was a you know positive experience or were they sort of negative or were they sort of neutral about it how did they you know present that to you she was very kind but she was very matter of fact but i almost had the sense because there were four doctors i almost had the sense that she drew the short straw and that and that she was the one who had to deliver this news and that it wasn't but i said like the, like the whole I mean, it was, this was like 1130 at night too. So the whole situation was surreal. Um, there was so much going on. I was so, again, it wasn't, you know, I had planned to have an epidural. It was a month early. It was a crazy, crazy night. (laughs) And then I was very upset because they weren't bringing her back. And I thought with her being a month early that there were definitely going to be all kinds of problems with that. So it was, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't, great either. You know, I mean, it was, it was just kind of shocking to hear those words. And then it was kind of like in the aftermath of, okay, so now what? It feels like everybody left the room. We had one nurse that was left with us and I just, and it was my husband and I were just kind of looking at each other and looking at my daughter and like, well, what what do we do now? You know, this wasn't the news we were expecting and we didn't know, you know, what was next. Now I will say that was the night of the birth. It was very late. You know, it was all very crazy when when the pediatrician the next day, the hospital's pediatrician who examined her in the morning came and talked to us. She was amazing. And I remember her. So this would be the next morning. And I remember she came and sat down with us and she's just said, you know, they're, they we're going to have this testing done because she had, I, I believe she had six markers and they told us that if there were six or more markers, that's when they do the, the, the testing to say for sure, definitively one way or the other. But she, she sat down with me and she said, you know, this might not have been the path that you were expecting, but it's okay. It's still going to be a great path, a great journey. She was very, very wonderful. She did have to tell us at that point that they would look for heart issues. And that was something we didn't know about Down syndrome, that there was a possibility that a pretty strong possibility that there could be heart issues as well. So that was sort of another blow (laughs) coming right away, you know, us knowing so little bit she was amazing. She was so kind. She was so comforting. And as fate would have it, she told us about another woman who worked at the hospital who had an adult daughter with Down syndrome. And she worked there at the hospital and asked me if I would like to speak to this mom. And I said, sure. So we had, at that point, we knew nothing about Down syndrome. We didn't know anybody who had, you know, a relative or a loved one with Down syndrome. It was brand new to us. So having that opportunity to have this woman come in and and talk with us. And she had a scrapbook with her of her daughter and she shared that with us and she sat with us for, you know, quite some time. And, and so that was good. So it started out kind of crazy. The initial uh, news was crazy, but then, you know, the next day talking to the, the doctors and talking to the other woman who was there that worked at the hospital was great. Those were good experiences. Still, Obviously, we were processing a lot of emotions at the time and dealing with that we had to, you know, let our family know and share that news. So it was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Way to go for that medical professional connecting you with someone else that you could talk to. You know, that's, you know, one of the main things that Hope Story is trying to do is create relationships like that where a new parent can get connected to a parent a little further along and the journey, because that can really make a big difference just to have someone that, you know, maybe is a little ahead of you and can just tell you, hey, things are going to be OK. You can do this. And so what a blessing it, it was for you to have that other mom that you could connect with. It was. And I will tell you that she 
it was very interesting because I, I mentioned my daughter was born on a Saturday night. So the woman, one of the things that she shared with us was that her daughter, who was an adult, had actually been involved the night before, the night that Grace was born, in a fundraising event, a gala, which is called Dancing with Our Stars. So she had danced at this performance, and she was telling us a little bit about it. And she said, you know, this is put on by the Down Syndrome Association, and you need to connect with them. You know, she she told me, you know, when you get a chance, there's a lot going on, you're going to make a lot of calls, but connect with the Down Syndrome Association. And that is one of the first calls that I made after I got home from the hospital. I mean, I had so much to do, but I called with the Down Syndrome I connected with my local Down Syndrome Association chapter, and they were able to give us resources and connect us with more families and sort of help us out that way. And uh, a year after Grace was born, we attended that very same event (laughs) that we had been told about, that this woman's daughter had danced at. We attended that, and my husband and I spoke at it. So it was kind of like a really cool way to celebrate making it through our first year to be able to go to that event that we heard about that happened the night that Grace was born. So Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. We're big fans of the local Down Syndrome organizations. When Noah, our son with Down Syndrome, was born, our local organization was, you know, a really big resource for us. And they still do, I mean, they do so many great things. And so we're friends with some of the folks over there and they're just really, really great folks. Hope Story, we believe one of the greatest gifts for new parents of a child with Down syndrome is a friend who also has a child with Down syndrome and is a little farther along in their parenting journey. That's why we're working to connect OBGYNs with families raising a child with Down syndrome so they can connect their patients with parents who can offer friendship, encouragement, and hope. We call this the Hope Advocate Process. To learn more and to sign up to become a Hope Advocate, Simply visit hopestory.org forward slash hope advocate. And now back to our show. So let me ask you this. So when you found out that your daughter had Down syndrome, one of the next things that you begin to do is you start telling people the news and just like you, your friends and your family, they were not expecting to hear that news. And so what were some of the things that people said to you that when they said it, it was encouraging? And what are some of the things that maybe people said to you that when they said it wasn't so encouraging? You know, I had some people say, I'm sorry, which is not what you want to hear as a new parent. And and they weren't, they weren't, you know, trying to be hurtful, but it is hurtful. And, you know, that's not what you want to hear. You want to hear congratulations. Um, You want to hear your child's beautiful. And we did hear that from friends and we did hear that from family. We had some people say, Oh, no, she does. I mean, this was before we had the definitive results and it was still a bit of a shock for us. And we were still in that like, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You know, I I do remember that my pediatrician or the pediatrician that came in and spoke with us from the hospital had to say that she could not definitively diagnose her right there. We had to wait for the blood result, you know, for the blood test back, for the, for the chromosome test back. So she couldn't, but she did. I do remember her telling me that, you know, she was pretty much 95% sure that it was. So we were, we felt not, you know, we were waiting for the, for the results to come back, but we also were pretty sure in our hearts that this was going to be the case. But we had some relatives say, oh, she doesn't look like it, or no, I don't think so, or she looks like all the other children in our family, or, you know, she doesn't, you know, so that is hard to hear as well, because, you know, what, what, what exactly does that mean? She doesn't look like she has Down syndrome, or she doesn't, you know, that's not, 
what you really want to hear. We did get some great comments. My st- I have a, a stepdaughter who is uh, in her 20s. So she when we when she found out, she said, well, that's just who she is. And, and, and she's just going to have a little extra to love and it's going to be fine. And so we had some very positive responses as well. But I think that those first few days and those first few weeks, everything is so raw and everything. There's so much going on. There's so much to process you know, it's challenging. It's challenging for everybody that gets hit, hit with it too, that, that aren't necessarily expecting to get that news. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like what you said, I think, or what you alluded to that, you know, people say things, they don't really know what to say. And, and I don't think most people are trying to be, you know, rude or hurtful. They just don't know what to say, which is important for us as parents of children with Down syndrome to show a lot of grace and assume the best about other people and all that. So what does a typical day look like for your family? Oh, well, a typical day before COVID. Yeah, before COVID. We're all, nothing is typical. Nothing is typical right now. We're, we are recording this episode in the midst of the COVID pandemic of 2020. So there is no normal anymore. But what, yeah, before COVID, when things are a little bit more normal, what does a typical day look like in your household? Well, the typical, um, Grace started preschool last year. So, so that was great. And she actually rode the bus to preschool and she loved it. And she would go in the mornings four days a week. This year we're doing homeschooling. So it's a little bit different, but it's still great. She still is doing her, she gets her occupational therapy and her speech therapy and her physical therapy and music therapy. She gets all that through her school. So we, we stay pretty busy doing that at home now, but she has school in the mornings and she comes home and she usually, you know, it's, it's, it's just like anything else. We have lunch, we read books, we, she's starting to give up her nap now. So I'm, I'm, I'm missing that, especially with the, <laughs> with the homeschooling going on and us all being here right now. But then, you know, we do before, especially before uh, the outbreak, we did a lot of activities. We did swimming lessons and we did music classes and art classes and gymnastics. So there was always something (laughs) or we were going to play groups or this or that or the other thing. We are doing a lot of outside activities now because, you know, that's a good way to kind of stay and stay sane <laughs> at this time. And we, we might be starting horseback riding lessons here soon. Wow. That's awesome. So really excited about that. Yeah. Some equestrian therapy. So we might be trying that. It'll be outside. It won't be a large group. So I think it'll be, she's Grace has re- recently really started to show interest in animals, all animals, uh, dogs. And, and so I thought, well, maybe, that, maybe it's time to try something a little new. So, wow, that is awesome. Yeah. So we stay busy. (laughs) All right. So what are some of the things that have really surprised you about raising a child with Down syndrome? So I guess the biggest thing that surprises me, I mean, when you first get this diagnosis, when you're first being told this, you think, oh my gosh, my life's going to change so much. It's going to be so much more difficult. And it's not. I mean, there are more doctor's appointments. We, you know, we spend more time in the doctors than I did with, with my other daughter. But other than that, I mean, and, you know, when there are health issues, that's obviously that's obviously uh, the biggest concern for anyone. But other than that, it, it's just like raising any other child. You know, you have your good days and your bad days. You have, you know, when you do think when you have a great day and things all go according to plan and and your child does something for the first time, it's amazing. Right. And then you have the days where you're like, oh, my gosh, bedtime comes soon enough. <laughs> but that is true for any child. So I guess for me, it's been just how normal it is. It's really, it's just, it's just 
she's just a child like any other child with their own issues and their own personality and their own interests and their own likes and dislikes. So, you know, I agree with you. I, one of the similar things that I think here also on my end is, yeah, just how Down syndrome just sort of blends into the background of our life. We don't think about Down syndrome constantly. Noah is just Noah. He's just our son. And we don't, it's not something that we just constantly dwell on. I think having a child with Down syndrome is a lot more typical than people think it might be. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I have my other daughter who can be very, uh, very headstrong and very challenging. Sometimes I, I have told people, you know, I have a child with challenges and a challenging child. And they're not, they're not the same. <laughs> All parenting is a challenge. Right, right. So it's just like, it's just, you got to take it a day at a time. And, but there's definitely more ups than downs. And I think with kids with Down syndrome, it, if it takes you a little longer to, if you're working on something, it takes a little longer to get there. When you do get there, like Grace today said, a, said a full sentence with three words. And it was like, Oh my God. I mean, you get so excited. Everybody gets excited. Uh, you know, I got excited. My, my uh, older daughter got excited. So it, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I think it's just so important to, you know, celebrate those milestones when they come up, you know, not to compare your child to someone else's child, but you know, when a milestone comes up, it, it just to celebrate it. Okay. So you're several years into this journey now of parenting a child with Down syndrome. And if you had a time machine, if you could go back into the room when that doctor came into the room and, and told you that your child had markers that are consistent with Down syndrome, what is something that you wish you could have told yourself at that moment? You know, looking back, I think that everybody has to go through when they, when you get this news, whether it's, you know, prenatal or, or at birth, you've got to go through your process of adjusting to the, the news. But just to tell myself, look, it really is going to be okay. And this is going to be a journey that is so going to change your life for the positive, And this is not a bad thing. You know, I mean, you're so, you know, don't be scared, I guess, just embrace it. And don't spend time worrying. Don't spend so much time worrying. And just let yourself enjoy this wonderful, incredible blessing as part of your life. Yeah, that is great, great wisdom. Are you the parent of a child with Down syndrome and interested in sharing your story on a future episode of the Hope Story podcast? If so, please visit hopestory.org forward slash podcast and let us know. We may end up featuring your family's story on a future episode. And now back to our show. What are some of the resources also? So if you're talking to a new parent, what are some of the resources that have been helpful to you and that you might encourage a new parent to help them? Well, I would say definitely reach out to your local chapter of the Down Syndrome Association. It was immensely helpful for us to just meet other families. And, you know, our Down Syndrome Association offered like a little buddies group, which is just a group of, of new parents that get together and talk. And I remember after our first meeting, sit, driving home with my husband and Grace was really young. She wasn't even a month old. We were driving home and I said, you know what? For the first time, I feel like everything's really going to be okay. So I would say trying to make those connections and our Down syndrome community here, our Down syndrome association community, that's become our extended family. And they are amazing people. And just being able to support each other and share each other's stories and 
this is a national thing, but the lucky few, but it's really true. I mean, there's that we have this incredible bond with these people and we've all, we're having this experience together and it's great. So I would say that would be, that's the biggest thing that has helped us at every stage of this journey is having those connections and having that association that we can go to with questions and helps with resources and things like that. So yeah, I agree with you. If you wherever you live, if you have a local Down syndrome organization in your area, I would encourage you to get connected with them. All you, I mean, it's really as simple as simply you know googling your city plus you know Down syndrome organization, and if you have one, it should come up and get connected with them because it's really important that you get connected with a community of other people that can support you and encourage you, and and you can make some friendships. Okay, so you have two daughters, and what? are some of the dreams for your daughters and are they different? Are they the same? How do, what are your dreams for them? You know, I guess really what it comes down to is I just want them to be happy. You know, the world is such a crazy place that we live in right now. There's so much craziness. And I guess I feel like from what I know about people with Down syndrome, the, the, the older adults that I have met with Down syndrome, like these are people that are just like, you know, they don't get caught up in the minutia of life and, and the stressors of life the way that, you know, some of us can and some of us do. So so my hope is that just to keep the joy that is there right now, the joy that I see in both girls, the joy that I see, you know, over little things like bubbles, <laughs> like to be able to be that happy about bubbles and to be able to be that happy or when you see a dog and, and both of my girls, it's just like, just to keep that joy. That's my hope. And for both of them, you know, yes, I want them to realize their potential. Yes, I want them to have opportunities to to do exciting things, but I feel like they get those opportunities. I, I don't feel like we're being denied anything because of a disability where we do a lot of stuff. We look into now things could change as, as we get older. We can we can run into issues. I'm sure that that's a possibility down the road. But right now it's like just try everything and be happy and have fun and keep that sense of joy and happiness. That's my biggest dream for both for both of them, just to be happy with who you are. <laughs> That's great. Well, a couple more questions. And so second to last one here is, how has your perspective towards people with Down syndrome changed before having a daughter with Down syndrome and now that you are the mom of a daughter with Down syndrome? So we knew very little about Down syndrome before our daughter was born. You know, when you get that news and you hear that, you think wow, this is going to be not good, you know, and you think you're going to be alone and you think you're going to be like, life is going to be totally, you're going to, you feel like you're going to be isolated, right? I guess that was my biggest concern. Like, I'm like, now we're going to be people that we're not going to be included in stuff and, and, and we're going to be different and we're always going to be looked at and we're going to be, I, I felt like we're the sensation, like people are going to feel sorry for us all the time. And I didn't want that. And now everywhere I go with, with my girls, with Grace, Grace is a superstar, (laughs) you know, people, she, she, she doesn't meet anybody that she doesn't make an impression on. She makes people smile. She brings joy to the room. I mean, there are people all the time in our community that are just like, she's a rock star. She's awesome. I had a, a, a guy, um, come up to me the other day and just say that she's just so amazing. Like just in our neighborhood has seen her and just, she brings so much joy to the picture. So I guess that just to think like, you know, you're not going to be alone. You're not going to be living a sad life. You know, your life is going to have so much more joy in it. And these people are just 
incredible to to give you a different perspective. Like they can always make you feel good, even if you're having a really rotten day. So I guess I would say just get ready for a lot more happiness to be part of your life. Get ready for a lot more happiness. I like that. And I would echo that too with all of our kids. We have three children, one that has Down syndrome and they're all a blessing and they're all fun and they're all full of, you know, they all bring a lot of joy to our family. I was going to say they're all full of joy and, and they are most of the time. Sometimes they're not always filled with joy, but they are always a blessing. And Noah, just like all of our children, has brought a tremendous amount of joy into our family. And and I wouldn't change one chromosome on him. He has really been a, a great source of joy to not just us, but other people. All right, last question. And this perhaps is the most important question if someone is listening and they're a brand new parent. But what would you tell a parent who just found out that their child is going to be born with Down syndrome or, you know, postnatal has just been diagnosed with Down syndrome? So again, it's, I think that everybody has to go through the process of hearing that news, adjusting with it, because regardless of how much joy this brings, there, there's, there's still some issues, you know, there's still some things that you're going to have to deal with, with that diagnosis. There's medical issues. There are things that are going to be a little bit more challenging. But just to say, you know what, you've got this and there are going to be more ups than downs and and you're going to be changed in so many ways as a person and it's going to be good. People told me that at first and it takes a little while to accept that that's the truth, but it's the same thing, you know, like, and, and, and I guess the big thing would be, you know, you're not alone. There's a lot of people who have gone on this journey before you and I think almost all of them will tell you they wouldn't change it. You know, that, that, you know, you, you're on this journey and and you're part of this group, right? This uh, family who is all there rooting for you and is going to help you through the hard parts and is going to celebrate those joys and those milestones with you. And it's going to, it's going to be good. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being a hope advocate. And for those that are listening, if you don't know, a hope advocate is a mom or dad of a child with Down syndrome who is at least one year old and lives in the United States and has basically said, I want to be a resource for medical professionals in my community and to new families in my community who may be in a spot where they just found out their child has Down syndrome. And so if you would like to become a Hope Advocate, if you fit that criteria, you can simply go to hopestory.org and then click on existing family and you can read about the Hope Advocate process. You can sign up to become a Hope Advocate and you can join hundreds of other families like Jenny around the United States who are using their story in this way to bring hope to other people. Jenny, I'm so glad that you are a Hope Advocate. I'm glad that you shared your story, some of your story with us today. Thank you for being a part of the Hope Story family. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. It's great. All right, to everyone else, thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you soon on another episode of the Hope Story podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hope Story podcast. On our website at hopestory.org, you can find this episode's show notes, subscribe to our email list, and learn about how Hope Story is working to connect every OBGYN in America to a family raising a child with Down syndrome through our Hope Advocate process. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Hope Story podcast.